This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Happy Friday to you. Welcome to Community Connection. Today we have Lisa Loveless with us. She's going to round out our week and it's always a pleasure to have her have her on. She has such good information and Lisa, um, you know, I, I think you're my inside person for the scoop. So how are you? <laughs> very busy, Laura. Very busy. Um, in addition to being the president of Red Mask, I'm also directing the show that is in rehearsal. Yep, you are in the thick of it then. Well, for our listeners who may not have any idea, I don't know who that would possibly be, but tell (laughs) us about Red Mask. Well, Red Mask, the Red Mask Players um, is our full name, and we are one of the oldest community theater groups in Illinois. Um, We were established in 1936. Um, Our founder was Catherine Randolph, um, and that is who our theater is named after. And for a long time, they performed in various locations around town. And then in the early 60s, they bought our current location at 601 North Vermillion here in Danville. Didn't you tell me before that she she uh, knew somebody really famous and or she was somebody that was really. Yes, she was friends with Antoinette Perry. Um, Listeners may have heard of the Tony Awards. Uh, which are given to Broadway performances, and those are named after Antoinette Perry. So I just think that's an interesting little connection. I definitely think it is. And, of course, the location, it's just so beautiful and so historical. And, um, you know, just the I, I think when you walk into the building, you just get that different feel because, again, it's historical and it's different. Yes, it's a converted church. So um, it has, you know... <laughs> like any other old building, of course, it always has its issues. But, you know, you have the the wood floor that's been there forever and the high ceilings and the and it's just uh, it's very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. And sometimes so we, the occasional theater ghost will wander through. So you never know. Uh-huh. Well, I was just I was just thinking, you know, you you all should make a play called If These Walls Could Talk. And it could be like a like pieces of everything that's been done over the years. Ooh, that could be a fundraiser for you. I don't know that we want those walls to talk, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at the red mask? Oh, I love it. You know, one of the plays that I saw there, Lisa, um, that, that really sticks in my memory, I can't think of the name of it, but there were four women and they were lifelong friends and they were going on this vacation together, and um, uh, it, it was just so funny. And it, it kind of, you know, had them from the very beginning when they were young to t- toward the end of their life. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but that was so such a cool play. Yeah, you know, through the years, we we have tried um, to offer something for everyone. You know, whether it's a comedy, whether it's a, you know, nice meaty drama, uh, whether it's a murder mystery. Um, lately, we've been focusing on comedies because our patrons let us know in no uncertain terms that we want more comedies. So give the people what they want. Uh-huh. So uh, what was the last show? Was it was it The last show was Bonnie and Sonia and Masha and Spike, which was a just a rip-roaring rip Rip Roar and Comedy um, by Christopher Durang. Um, 
And so we started off our season with a bang. Now we're going into um, Picasso at the La Panagile, which is a completely different sort of comedy. Um, this play was written by Steve Martin, the you know actor, writer, comedian, um, and it is very quirky as would be expected with Steve Martin as the writer. Um, it has all kinds of humor in it. There is something for everyone. If you like a pun, one of those pops up once in a while. If you like an out, just an outright joke, one of those is in there. Um, there's some visual stuff. It's, it's just got everything. It's very smart. And then the last show, of course, is Neil Simon's classic Lost in Yonkers, which is just a real warm comedy with a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lost in Yonkers, when will that show? That is our spring show. Okay. So it has not even been cast yet. Okay. Well, let's take our first break, and then we'll come back and we'll dive into Picasso. We'll be right back. Community Connection. This morning we have Lisa Loveless on, and we are talking about the Red Mask players, and a show is going to be coming up. Picasso, I, I'm going to try to pronounce it. Picasso at the La Pan Agile. Is that what? The, how's that? <laughs> that was very good <laughs> and very close. La Pan Agile, which is the name of a bar in Paris. Um, coincidentally, that bar is still there. Um, our play takes place in 1904. Um, but I recently had a good friend who went to Paris on a vacation and specifically went to the La Pantagile and sent me just a bunch of pictures of what it actually looks like. Well, I bet that helped with props. <laughs> yeah, it, I kind of knew what it was because because this is 1904. There are photographs of the La Pantagile from that time period, which is really interesting. Hmm. Very good. So what's it about? Well. Steve, you know, my buddy Steve, Martin, that is, um, you know, he said he imagined what it would be like if Pablo Picasso, the artist, and Albert Einstein, you know, the genius, met in a bar in Paris in 1904. Um, this never actually happened, <laughs> but um, from his imagination, it does happen. And, of course, there's all kinds of characters that come in and out and uh, lots of um, witty conversation, intelligent conversation, um, sometimes dumb puns. It's, you, ju- it, you just, it has a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the actors we can expect? Well, the great thing about this is, and we like our veteran actors a lot. But we also like to have new people. And in this instance, I have five people that I've never worked with before. So that makes it exciting for me as a director. It makes it exciting for the audience because they get to see some new faces. Um, we love our old <laughs> we love our old faces. Don't get me wrong. But um, sometimes it's nice to have some new blood coming into the to the organization. And so we have, you know, five new people. Um, uh, one of the cast members, Susan Reed, was in Vanya, Sonia and Majin's fight. She got involved because her daughter was involved in Red Mass Children's Theater. And then another cast member, Adam Musk, he got, he's in, he came out and auditioned 
because he was involved also his in Red Mass Children's Theater through his daughter. So that is just a great window because not only do you get the talented little kids, but you get their tech. Sometimes you get their talented parents. Awesome. And then, and then um, we've got a couple guys that have come over and joined our cast from um, the Champaign-Urbana area. And that's, they're called theater college students. And that's fun. And let's see who else is new. Oh, and um, we have a, a new young lady cast member who's in high school and she has come in. And so we've been working with her and the best part is, well, not the best part, that's overstating it, but a surprising uh, part for the audience is that uh, there will be several guest appearances uh, during the run of Picasso. Um, certain, shall I say, prominent women in town will be popping in for special appearances. Ooh, okay. Uh, can we expect Steve Martin? Unfortunately, no. You know, he's a little busy with that whole hit show, you know, Murders in the Building and, you know, music <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, it'd be great. And Steve, if you're listening, feel free. <laughs> Call us. <laughs> so give us dates and show times. Okay. Uh, show dates are the uh, last weekend in January, which is January 26th through the 28th. And, and the first weekend in February, which is February 2nd through the 4th. We run Friday, Saturday nights at 7.30, and then we have Sunday matinees at 2 p.m. Okay, and of course, everyone enjoys coming to those, and the time frames fit so many different people. What are costs associated with it, Lisa, for our tickets? We are really proud of the fact that we have been able to keep our tickets very reasonably priced, Um especially for live theater. Um, our regular ticket prices are $20, um, $18 for seniors and students. Um, and we also offer season memberships. Um, and for those season memberships, you get three tickets and you can use those however you want to. So if you've got three people that want to come see Picasso at the La Panagiel, um, you can get a season membership for $50 or $45 for um, seniors or students. So you can save some money by purchasing a, um, a membership. Definitely. And how would somebody do that? That is so simple. Um, people can go to redmassplayers.com. Um, all they have to do is click on the button uh, to purchase a season membership. And if they just want to purchase tickets for the show, um, they can just go to redmassplayers.com and click on the ticket tab on the top of the page. And we also okay. still offer a box office ser uh, uh, service, so people can also call and reserve um, by calling area code 217-442-5858. All right, thank you for that. Let's go ahead and take our last break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection. Um, we are with Lisa Loveless. She is telling us all about a play that's going to be coming up, Picasso at the Lapano Jill. Was that better? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to keep saying it. Laura. <laughs> okay, Lisa, I'm going to keep saying it. To, maybe I'll have it right by the very end. But this is going to be, you know, first of all, Steve Martin. 
come on, you know it has to be great because I, I think he's just amazing. So people are going to come, and what can they expect? They can expect to laugh. What else? Um, and they can expect some some um, thoughtful uh, thoughtful uh, dialogue too. Um, you know, there's quite a, the argument uh, between Picasso and Einstein of which is the greatest, um, because you know. One, one, for instance, says, well, yours are just lines across the paper. And then the other one replies, well, yours are too. And, and they are. And it's, you know, uh, which, is, which is more prominent? Uh, and they come to the conclusion, I think, that they're all equally, um, they both are both geniuses. Let me put it that way. Got and it. As, especially, you know, there's a... a a very fun ending, shall I say, and uh, a, a, a visitor kind of time travels in. So from, you know, modern um, 20th century times. So that should be very fun. Nice. So Lisa, I always like to ask age appropriateness. If families are listening, what what's a su- suggestion there? Um, I would suggest it's for a mature audience only because... Um, the themes are really for adults. Um, okay. The, the, there's, it's not because of language. Um, the language is okay. Um, but I think kids would be just bored out of their mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's like they're going to be talking about, you know, topics that are going to be way over the head of kids. Okay. Well, again, I like to ask that. That way families know what to expect. But again, this is going to be happening the weekend of January 26th, the weekend of February the 2nd. You know, we're always looking for things to do, and this is a great opportunity. Lisa, one of the things I was talking, I had um, Ashton Greer on yesterday, and, and we were talking about, you know, how the city developed their new their new strategic rebranding process. And one of the things mentioned by many, many of the focus groups were the arts and, you know, the availability of things like Red Mask and the quality of life that brings. Yes, this area, I will, will say, I think Danville is amazing for the amount of cultural arts that are available in this community. I mean, you have Art League, you have Red Mask, you have um, musical theater, um, you have Connor Graham. The college has started back up again, you know, with their theater program. Um, and there's something for everyone. You know, the Fisher shows some great movies and has some great concerts. We've got the symphony. You name it. Um, so if somebody tries to tell me just because we live in Danville that we don't have any culture, they are wrong. And clearly totally. they're not paying attention. There you go, clearly. But, you know, one of the things we want to do, because it it is such an asset, but we want to make sure that we are supporting the arts. And how we do that is by attending the events. You know, your actors and actresses, they put so much time and effort, your directors, your set builders, your costuming, so much time and effort is put into this. And we get to keep that when we're supporting the arts. Yes. Um, There's a rather famous, well, I think it's famous, a quote by uh, Tallulah Bankhead, which your older listeners will recognize that name, uh, an old actress from back in the day. Um, But she is quoted as saying, if you really want to help the theater, don't be an actress, darling, be an audience. So Mm. show up. That's what supports us. And in these days, it's easy to stay home and it's easy to stream stuff. 
you know, and sit in your recliner and watch it on TV. But that doesn't support your local arts community. There's mm-hmm. an energy in the audience and being part of an audience that you could not find in your living room. I a hundred percent agree with that. It's a totally different experience, and you know, um, when you watch it on TV, it's going to be the sh- same show, the same. But when you watch it in person, you know, you'll have things that will happen one night that aren't going to happen the next night, and you know, that just adds to the fun of it, the uniqueness of it, the character of people. Yes, yes, it does, and the fact that you're sharing that experience with other people um, in mm-hmm. the room. And, and there's an energy that comes from that, too. And if you're a performer on stage, you can feel that energy. And there's, mm-hmm. a, there's an exchange of that energy between the people on stage and the people in the audience. And there's nothing oh, like it. I bet there is not. Um, so, uh, you know, there's also a quote, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. That's from the Bible. I think, I don't know if Jesus said it. Somebody said it. I can't. But, you know, uh, there, there's something to be said about getting together and laughing and having fun and fellowshipping. And the arch is a perfect way to do that. So Picasso, I, I'm not going to say it, Picasso at the Lopano Jill, perfect opportunity to come together with your friends, to share an evening together, maybe have supper, then come to the play and, you know, just have fun enjoying the hard work that so many people are putting forward. Um, again, yes. January 26th through the 28th. February 2nd through the 4th, and we want to make sure we are supporting the arts. Um, Lisa, any thoughts? Um, Just one final thought. I neglected to mention that this particular show, we actually have a sponsor. So speaking of supporting the arts, um, this production is sponsored by Vermilion River Beer Company. Okay, and, and again, sponsorship, another, again, a great way to participate, right? Yes, sponsorships, advertise, program advertisement, those are all things that support uh, support um, our or, arts organization. And we are very grateful to have our sponsors and our, our advertisers. Mm-hmm. Lisa, how do people learn more about sponsoring and, and having ads? They can go to, um, they can send us a message on redmassplayers.com. Um, they can email redmassplayersboard at gmail.com. Um, they can leave a message at our box office, um, which is 442-5858. It's one of the few telephone numbers that I still telephone numbers that I still actually know from memory. <laughs> you know, and it still is that landline, right? It is. <laughs> I know it's crazy in this day and age, right? But we still have it. That is funny. So, um, again, give us the details about Picasso, ticket price, show times, dates. It's January 26th through the 28th, uh, February 2nd through the 4th. Show times um, on Friday and Saturday are at 7.30. Show times on Sunday are at 2 p.m. Um, and uh, ticket prices are $20 per ticket. $18 for seniors and students, and season memberships are available. Mm-hmm. And talk about the season memberships one more time. Season memberships are great because you get three tickets for your money. Um, those are $50 uh, uh, regular ones and 45 for students and seniors. So if you are a senior and, or, and you purchase a season membership, you get three tickets at $15 a piece. So you're saving money and you can use those tickets however you want to. You can use three on one show. You can use one on a show, two on a different show. It's however you choose to do it. Okay. And so, that, And when you purchase a season membership, you know, if you want to, that also can put you on our email list. So when we send out 
um, group emails, you're you're in the know and you will know what's going on. Okay, and thank you, will, you for that. You're welcome. Lisa, what about the Red Mask Children's Theater? When's the next production and, and do you know what it will be? Um, I, I knew you were going to ask me that and I immediately forgot what it was. What is going to be? Yes, hey, it, will be okay. in, it will be in the spring. And the okay. Spring Children's Theater is always exciting because that's when we bring in schools. Um, and we allow school kids to be bussed in um, so that they can experience, some for the very first time, live theater. And we have auditions um, for all of our children's shows. Um, children are eligible eligible to audition once they reach first grade. So it's first through eighth, um, eighth grade. Um, and it's so exciting when you see them start as little kids. And then, you know, by the time they reach the eighth grade, some of them are like seasoned veterans. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, one new thing that we're starting this year, we are starting to develop a program for high school age kids. Um, and we're hoping that we can stage a production this summer um, for specifically for high school age kids. So that's in the works, which is exciting. Sounds like it. And, and again, there are so many people that want to be involved in theater and our children are no exception. They do amazing jobs. You know, when you think about the past year, the different productions that happened, the number of children that were involved, it truly was a, just a gift to the community. Yes, I agree. And those kids often go, uh, some of them go on, you know, to have career in the arts. Not everyone is going to, you know, be a Broadway star, but it also helps those kids just really come out of their shell. It's amazing to watch. You know, you you might start off with, you know, so, um, someone who's very shy and who will barely lift their head up to talk. And by the end, you know, they're, hey, here I am, world you know, and watch me go. And it, that's, that's what makes children's theater exciting. I agree. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being with us. I appreciate you audience. Um, again, this is coming up the weekend of January 26th and the weekend of February 2nd. So get your tickets now and let's uh, support the arts and make sure they stay in our community. I hope you have a great weekend. Speaking of things to do, get out, do something. Might be a little chilly, but, you know, we're from the Midwest. We're tough. You can take it. And we'll be back on Monday. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.